The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to stop focusing on business problems and start focusing on the growth and leadership of your business. Welcome to The Business Edge with your host, Marsha Zeidel. Learn to create a growth agenda to get your business on the right track and keep it there. Rev up your growth engine with exceptional talent and develop the right kind of leadership to move it forward fast. Now, here is Marsha Zeidel. Welcome to The Business Edge giving practical advice to entrepreneurs and business leaders and how to take your company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. I'm Marcia Zeidel, your Smart Moves Coach, getting you on the right track and making sure you don't get sidetracked in your drive for high performance and profitability. Let's start with a Smart Moves tip. Walk in stupid every day. Yes, you heard me right. Walk in stupid every day. It's not how smart you are today. It's how smart you will be tomorrow. You see, whatever day it is, something in the world changed overnight, and you better figure out what it is and what it means for you and your business. To be successful, you may have to let go of some things you've done and learned, as well as add some new ideas, new perspectives, new influences. To help us do that is my guest, Kathy Taylor. She says, if you're looking for a genuine assessment of your leadership skills, ask a horse. They're not interested in your title, your salary, who you know, or what you drive. What matters to a horse is who you are, not what you are. Kathy is president and CEO of Herdwise, where business owners and professionals go to transform their leadership and communication skills through interaction with horses. Yes, horses. A certified equine specialist, she was given the Innovator Spirit Award by the National Association of Women Business Owners for her unique and effective approach to professional and personal growth. Kathy will share with us how a little horseplay can lead to new levels of leadership. Welcome, Kathy. It's a pleasure to have you on the program. Thank you, Marsha. I'm so glad to be here. Well, let's get started. I think first the listeners would like to know what is Herdwise? Well, that's an interesting question. It's been difficult for me to answer in the past, but I'm getting more and more clear because it's something that's not that people are not usually very familiar with, which is working with horses to find out their leadership style and their leadership ability. But basically, what we do is we help people figure out what's really important to them in their life, in their leadership, in their business, and then how to what changes they need to make within themselves in order to get that. So basically, I guess you could say I'm a leadership coach that utilizes horses to get to that point. That is so interesting because I'm also a leadership coach. 
Um, and I've, and I know lots of others, but never using horses. So, um, this leads to how in the world did you get started? Well, Marcia, I've been a horse lover and involved with horses since I was about five or six years old. And so I've, I've loved them all my life. So being involved with horses was expe- especially exciting and thrilling. Um, when we moved to Texas again for the second time about six years ago, I actually went to a demonstration where I saw some of this work being done. And, you know, when they explained to me what it was, I thought, well, it involves horses, I'll go. I didn't really know what I was getting into. But when I went there and I saw within about 15 minutes all these aha moments happening for the people around me as well as the person in the arena, I just said, how do I sign up? So the, and the, the thing that made the impact on me right then was there was a man in an arena, just a small round pen, and his task, his assignment was, can you get this horse to stand still in one place for one minute? I thought, well, that doesn't seem really all that hard, except that there's grass in this arena. So the horse decided he was going to mosey here and mosey there and nibble on this grass and that grass. So the guy would put him back where he started, and the horse would wander off again. And this happened a few times, and finally he was getting him, you know, to where he was starting to hold still. And then somebody brought in a bucket of feed to the round pen. Well, the horse kind of thought, yay, breakfast is here. It's finally arrived, and he marched right over there and started eating the grain out of the bucket. So the guy put the horse back, and the horse wandered back to the bucket again, and the man put the horse back again, and the horse went back to the bucket. And this happened several times, and you could just see the frustration building in his face. So finally, he just said, sort of forget it, picked up the bucket of feed, put it outside the round pen where the horse couldn't get it. So for those of us that were watching, it was just sort of, I mean, my jaw just sort of hit the ground. I thought he was so focused on his assignment of getting the horse to stand still in that one place where he had started for one minute, that he didn't realize that the bucket actually was his solution. And when the facilitator asked sort of everybody at once, you know, what, how often in your life are you focused on your task or your problem rather than the solution, that you don't even see the solution when it's right there in front of you, I just, I just said, wow, I've got to do this. It involves horses helping people in a way that, they don't, the people don't have to be horse people necessarily, but it's profound and it'll have a great effect on them for a long time. That is just a wonderful story. And um, so let, let's continue with the theme of horses. Why horses? What value do they bring for businesses and leaders? Well, first of all, um, a functional horse herd, and I'm just going to talk in sort of wild horse herd terms for the most part here. Um, is a really good example of a high-functioning team. They've got one leader, the lead mare, and they've also got another one who's right behind there, the stallion. And even though they might be both leading in different ways, they've, they've got non-competing roles. So you've got an established leader. And then you've got some sort of, we're going to call them lead mares in training that are coming up. <laughs> and um, those are the ones who, just like in a, in a, in a human team, you want to be developing the people that are on your team so that they can go lead others in the future. So that's sort of what the lead mares in training are. And then there might be another horse that, you know, we might think, oh, he's sort of left out, he's a loner. But actually that one's probably more likely the one that's been given the role of, I'm going to keep an eye out for the predators that are on the outskirts. And so, um, 
so they they function very well as a team, and the whole herd functions. You know, it's the safety of the herd that is the key component. It's not, well, hey, I'm gonna. I saw that predator, so I'm gonna just sneak off and run, and everybody else is gonna get eaten. They all notify one another, and then they'll they'll run if they are in danger. So they really stick together for the good of the herd. Um, they all have a, a desire to contribute and to be valued. Um, they all know what their roles are, and like I said, their roles might be similar, but they're non-competing. The only area where they might be competing is in, in those lead mares in training. You know, if there are two or three of those, which ones of those are um, are going to be the next the next leader, or which one of them are going to be the leader in the next moment? Mm-hmm. So that that's an interesting thing to watch that negotiation that goes on with the horses, and it's very similar to the negotiations that go on in our own human environments. Um, they really do reflect what's going on. That when you're working with the horses, they reflect what's going on with your team in their within their own team. So you know, you really describe what I would call a high performance team is only in uh, with horses rather than in the business world. Correct? You know. That's right. And so you use this uh, to help, I would imagine, business teams to work more effectively. Um, what else can you tell, you know, is there emotional intelligence in there? Uh, what other things are very similar between how horses um, uh, interact and behave and how uh, business leaders and teams interact and behave? Well, a leader, at least as far as human teams go, once you become the leader, it really is no longer all about you. You've got to be responsible for the team. And so it really becomes about them. And mm-hmm. so you need to be able to uh, humble yourself and put yourself in sort of that servant role. Granted, yes, you are the leader. I'm not saying everybody that everyone's going to step all over you, but more of that servant leadership role. And working with the horses helps you be, to be able to see those sorts of things from a different perspective mm-hmm. uh, because you've got to understand and, and, and try to understand, make the attempt to understand what the horse might be telling you by their um, body language and their nonverbal communication. So you're looking at things in different ways. You're aware of your feelings about what what's happening when a horse approaches you or maybe when a horse leaves you. Sometimes you might feel like, wow, that horse didn't like me. And really what the reality is is that there was just something more interesting over on the other side of the arena. But how often do we as humans do the same sort of thing where we think, oh, well, you know, we, we feel like we've been dismissed by somebody, like we haven't made the contribution or we don't feel valued, when really what's all, the only thing that's happening is that something else is more interesting to that other person. So for well, us, you know, think- you know um, uh, just for the listeners to know, I did uh, visit your ranch, and you put me through some of the paces, and uh, the horse that I chose was Flo, and uh, you put a harness on flow and you asked me to take flow from one side of the corral to the other side. And uh, it, uh, I started walking with flow and then she stopped and she wouldn't go. And then I, you know, the natural tendency is to pull, pull the horse. It's like pulling the people. Well, there's resistance and, and flow stood her ground until you and I talked about uh, what is Flo telling you, not only about her, her, but what about me? And what are things that I can do to help Flo start moving? 
and it was such a, an enlightening experience. I'm wondering, um, you know, is there another uh, example you can give um, of, I think you, there was a, of people who had a, the aha moment? Sure. Well, one, in fact, there was another woman that I know of that was working with Flo, and she was trying to get this same horse over a bar, which was about, you know, 10 or 12 inches tall. So it certainly wasn't anything that a horse couldn't step over very easily. And she tried all different kinds of ways. She would walk up quickly to it, and the horse would stop. She would try to get a running start and she would stop and sometimes the horse would stop far far away from the obstacle and sometimes she would just go right up to it and stop and what I noticed with her was she really just wasn't making any sort of emotional connection with the horse and you know we just like the horses we we crave that connection too I mean people were made for relationship right Um, Mm -hmm. we want to be valued and make a contribution so when you you need to make that connection with the horse and it's really obvious because the horse will say, hey, I feel like you're on, like we're on the same team and I'm willing to follow you. Whereas if they really just think, well, this person wants me to do this because they want me to do it and because they're the person and I'm the horse, the horse doesn't really see that as fair unless you've established yourself as a leader in the way that you, the way that you are in your leadership presence, your way of being. So it really does cause you to have to be present in, in the moment with the horse in order I to want- do that. And that is a great stopping point because it's time for a short break. Uh, This is Marsha Zidal, your Smart Moves coach. You're listening to The Business Edge, taking the growing pains out of growth on Voice America Business Channel. When we return, uh, my guest, Kathy Taylor, will give us more insights into leadership with horse sense. So stay tuned. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. 
business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidle. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back. This is Marsha Zottle, your Smart Moves Coach. And my guest is Kathy Taylor, and we're talking about leadership with horse sense, what horses can teach us. And right at the end, Kathy was talking about uh, this one of, one of the uh, persons at her ranch and um, working with Flo. And can you tell the end of that story, Kathy? You bet. So... She tried to get the horse over and over again, and finally, we just we had a little. We just talked to her for a little bit and and explained to her that Flo was a horse that you really do need to make that connection with. So perhaps instead of be, so being so busy doing something, similar to the guy that I was talking about that was in the arena, we get so focused on our task that we think we have to do something to be successful. But oftentimes, before we can even begin to be successful, we need to make that connection with people or with the horse in order to accomplish our task. So when she finally did make that connection with the horse and just spend a minute or two, literally that's what all it took, sort of getting to know him and just saying, hey, I just want to know you as a horse, Mm -hmm. as another being, then they were able to go over the obstacle very, very easily. You know, that uh, reminds me of, of my experience with flow as well, that I have to figure out, and you help me figure out, what do I need to do to, to get flow to continue walking to that other side? And it is. And this is true of, of, of the importance of building a relationship, the importance of developing trust with the person who is the leader. And I'll be talking more about that when I do Marsha's Musings, but now let's get back to you, Kathy. And I'm sure some of the listeners are wondering, and I even wondered when I first started talking with you, is what qualifies you to do this work? Well, I've got all those many decades, I won't go into how many, <laughs> four decades, <laughs> over four decades of, of experience with horses. They are natural followers, and they are really are looking for a leader. So that would be the number one qualification. As far as doing it specifically with people, um, I've been certified by the Equine Assisted Growth and Learning Association, uh, EGALA for short, mm-hmm. and I'm also in the process of being certified by the Equine Guided Education Association at Skyhorse Ranch, which is uh, more, a little bit more leadership and coaching-based program. But both of those are excellent programs that train you in this work, and even one of them even calls it untraining. You mentioned, I think, in your intro that you just need to let go of some things, and so there are some things that we have to let go of as horse people um, to do this work that's a little bit different because we, we are looking at them a little bit differently than, than normal. We don't ride them at all, and um, it's just a little bit different perspective that we take. Well, great. Um... Now, let's move on. We've talked about horses and some examples you gave and about your qualifications. So let's get into the nitty-gritty. What's your definition of leadership? 
Well, my definition of leadership is really pretty simple. It starts with relationship, just that connection that we were talking about with Mm -hmm. flow. Because in order to lead others, you have to be able to lead yourself. Mm -hmm. Then you can lead others, and then you can really make a bigger impact on the world, uh, your community. And so relationship is a very key part. And then it's just a matter of being. So who are you? Who do you need to be in order to move to that next level of leadership, whether you're getting a promotion, whether you're starting a new business, you're going to have to be a different person than you were in the past. Mm-hmm. And then also presence. You know, there's a lot there's a lot written right now about leadership presence, and I, you know, it's to me, it's it's that sort of charisma, that sort of intangible something about someone that just draws you to them, so that you want to follow them. But it's also you know, the word present is part of that. And so how present can you be in that moment that you're not worrying about what's going to happen down the road 10, 10 days from now, 10 minutes from now, that you can really pay attention to that person in that moment and what their needs are? Well, you know, you're talking about leadership and the word that, words that come to my mind as you were describing leadership, it has to do with who you are as a person um, how you come across as a person, how you deal with others. And the word is authenticity. Are you authentic? Do people, do you have credibility with people? Do people believe in you and trust you as their leader? And I would think that'd be the same with horses. Um, as you're leading horses, that sense of do they trust you? Do you have credibility? Um, uh, do they believe in you? Is, am I correct in that? You're absolutely correct. Authenticity is the reason that horses are so valuable in this work is because they are always authentic. They're always Uh. present. They always give you their 100% honest feedback. Unlike people who, you know, will go into work and we've gotten a ticket on the way there and we spilled coffee on our lap as we got out of the car and nothing's going right, but as soon as we walk into the office and people say, how are you? We go, oh, everything's just fine when really it's not, and it's going to affect the rest of our day. But we just think, oh, well, you know, it's just regular bad stuff. Horses, if they've had a bad day for whatever reason, or if they don't trust someone for whatever reason, whether that's, and that's usually because sort of the person's inside doesn't match their outside, their action doesn't match their intention or their belief, um, the horses will give give them feedback, and they might walk away, they might stop where they are, it's, every every person in horse interaction is going to be a little bit different, but they will definitely give you indications on what on on your feedback on their feedback and what they are thinking and feeling about you at the moment. Wow, um, I, you know the question that comes to my mind is how do people react to that? Because most of us are not have not experienced honest immediate feedback from people. So um, just from your experience, have you had people who were uncomfortable when the horse gave negative feedback to them? Well, the horse doesn't see it as negative. The horse just says, here's my feedback. (laughs) And because the horse isn't, because the horse doesn't have an agenda at all. They're not Mm -hmm. saying, well, this person thinks they're a leader. Ha, I've got a lesson to teach them. They don't have an agenda at all. They're just saying, here's how I feel about the situation, period, the end. Are you willing to change to make the situation different or not? How much of a leader? How much of a leader do you want to be? Because if you'll change, I'll change. 
But if you won't change, then this is how I feel. So they really give you the choice and the option to, to grow as a leader in the moment. And, you know, I think this really, uh, we can move to something that I've been wanting to ask you, because I think you've already touched on it. How do horses support your uh, definition of leadership or what you, what you've, how you've talked about leadership? I think, can you talk a little more about that? Sure. Well, um, just like the horses, they, they know, their feedback is extremely important. Their authenticity is very valuable to us. And because we as leaders need to grow, they give us that feedback right there in the moment. So we can choose to change in the moment. And then because it's this experience that you're actually doing instead of just listening to a lecture or reading a book, it's an experience. And so you're really taking all this information in on a, on a really deep level, on a body level, on a mind level, on a, on a spiritual level. So it will go with you for years and years and years forward, I promise, because there are, I mean, I have yet to have anybody not have some great insight in the arena of something that they really needed to do that was something important for them at that moment. And then they've, they've come back and they've said years later, you know, I still remember what happened in the arena with Flo or with Roxy and how it's affected, and it's still changing my life to this day. Wow. Um, that must give you a lot of satisfaction. So um, we have uh, about three minutes before the next break. So let's start on the question of if I come to your ranch, what would I see? What would I be doing? Now, I've already been there, but tell listeners if they're, they're, you know, what is this about? What are some of the things that I'd be doing with the horses? So can you give some an idea of that? Maybe after the break, we can continue with that. But you have a, why don't you just start telling a little bit about what they would experience? Okay. Well, first, really, we'll talk a little bit about the process of change and where you are now and where you want to be. A lot of us think, oh, I, I can just make this declaration of I'm going to increase my income by 50% this year that, you know, bam, we'll go do it. But the reason you haven't done it before is because you haven't been in the right place and you haven't been the person that you need to be in order to get there. Right. So we need to get rid of the old story and replace it with a new story sort of at the same time and see what obstacles are in that old story that are keeping you from the new story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's, a, there's sort of what, we're gonna, what I'm going to call a passive part at the beginning, mm-hmm. where you're really thinking and exploring. And just like, you know, the, the saying about think before you act, well, that's what we're doing. We're going to think, and we're going to do some passive, quiet exercises with, that might just be observing the horses, entering the horses' herd, and just sort of being with them. And then we'll go into some more active exercises where you might move a horse around or you might get the moving horses to stand still. And I can go into some more... Um, specifics on what some of those exercises are, if you like, if we've got time, or I can save that for the next bit. No, we have a, little, a minute or two, so why don't you give an example, a real, real-life example. We have about a minute, okay? Okay. So one of our favorite ones that we almost always use is, can you, as a team, move this horse where, from wherever it is in the arena now to the point opposite the arena? Mm-hmm. So it's always interesting to see how they go about doing that. Do they plan do they just jump in because they're eager to be with the horses? Do they change their plan as they go along? Who steps forward to lead? Who hangs back to sort of see what happens? 
who's not really sure and kind of stands by the wayside. And what happens is all of a sudden they realize that, wow, this is how we really do work in the office. <laughs> this is mm-hmm. how we really have interacted. So it, it's, it's, a, it's this group aha moment that, wow, this is just how it is back at the office. And that's something that they also can take with them when they go back because then they can refer back to, hey, remember when the horse did X, Y, Z? And then, and we wanted it to do this, and it had a different opinion, and so it did over there. So what did we do in order to do that? Well, that's sort of like this project now that we're working on. Is there some, some other way we need to change in order to make things happen the way we want them to happen? Well, that is a great example, and we're going to be t- taking another break. And um, I'd like you to maybe when we come back, give a couple other real live examples of how what they've learned on the ranch is transformed and uh, is to back uh, what I call back in in their office. So um, let's take a break. Uh, This is Marcia Zidle, your Smart Moves coach. You're listening to The Business Edge, taking the growing pains out of growth on Voice America's business channel. When we return... Kathy will continue with wonderful examples of how horses can help us in our leadership. Stay tuned. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zeidel, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zeidel, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidle. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. 
Welcome back, listeners. My guest is Kathy Taylor, and uh, she has been giving us wonderful uh, examples of how uh, we can enhance our leadership with uh, with horses and what horses teach us about leadership. And when she talked about the change process and what happens when you first come to the ranch and then what learnings, you know, with the team, if a team is there, uh, what they've learned on the ranch and how they can take it back home. But um, I think the, the listeners would also like to hear some other challenges that your clients faced and how did working with horses help them and what were the results? So give us uh, maybe one or two more examples, Kathy. Okay. Well, we had a client named uh, Ruth come to us. We'll call her Ruth. And mm-hmm. she she's a communications consultant with many, many years of experience in mm-hmm. um, litigation and that sort of thing. And she just thought, there's something not quite right with my business. It's not growing the way it should be. So we asked her to lead a horse around a series of obstacles. And so it might be over a tarp, around some cones, and over, you know, over a bar, that sort of thing. So she took the horse and she kind of held him really tight right under the right under his chin where the lead rope connected to the halter. And he kind of got tight and tense and he was tossing his head and kind of pushing into her, sort of saying, I need some more space. But she just kept walking him around. Well, it just it wasn't going very well. It was not a very pretty picture at all. And so we said, Hey, what if you try the complete opposite? What if you give the horse a little slack and you try it again? So she sort of backed up and gave him about six feet of rope and started walking. And this time he followed along with her just calmly and willingly. And they went through this same obstacle course, this time together, really looking like a team. And so I asked her what she learned from that. And she said that she realized that the more she relaxed, the more he relaxed. And the more she sort of allowed him the choice to follow her and how close and how far, the better it was. And her exact words were, Kathy, this this horse taught me that less control is more control. And so when she took this back to her business as that communications consultant, she realized that this softer approach of guiding her clients rather than sort of just telling them what to do because I'm the consultant mm-hmm. really um, improved their relationship. She trusted her clients more. The clients trusted them more, and her business has just grown and never been better since. Well, isn't that a great example? And I like that in that aha, which says less control is more control. I think every one of us has to learn that. Um, we have someone on the line. It's Renee from Dallas, and uh, she owns her own business and is a and is a self-proclaimed lead mayor. Uh, Renee, are you on the line now? I am. Yes. Okay, Renee, glad to have you on the show. Is there a question you'd like to ask, Kathy? Well, no, I just uh, kind of wanted to relate the experience that I had. I I came out solo. I I wasn't with a group or anything Mm -hmm. like that. And I had a very fascinating experience once Kathy put me in the ring. And I'd like to share that, if if I may. Well, if you can, you know, real quickly, because there are other questions that Kathy wants to, but I love this. I love here is a real live someone who has done it. And so in a minute, what can you say you got out of it? In a minute, it's really determining your own energy and the energy of those around you and being able to read and manage 
how you interact with them. Um, it's, it's something that we kind of run through on a daily basis, you know, full steam ahead. But sometimes you just have to sit back and watch and listen and take your cues, whether it's a twitch of an eye or, or an ear from a horse, and be able to read that into it. You know, I, I think that is a great um, insight because so, mu- so many of us are, are going 100 miles an hour. And we don't take the time to step back. And I think that's what you're saying. And to really look at that horse and say, what is going on with that horse? And to get some insights from that. So my sense is you got got a great deal from the experience working with horses and with Kathy. Most most certainly. Absolutely. Um, It was uh, many aha moments, especially on the ride home as you sit and reflect about, you know, the course of the events. So it was really great. Thank you. Well, well, thank you for calling in, and uh, you certainly can continue listening. But right now, I would like to get back to Kathy and for Kathy to um, give another example of, of you know, um, you talked about Ruth, and I'm sure you have others, of how some of your clients work with the horses um, and what were the results and what were those ahas? Well, one of our programs that we've got is called medicine and horsemanship, where we help doctors and other medical field, medical folks in the medical field improve their bedside manner through interacting with horses. So we had some physicians come out, and one of the um, exercises we did is just really about pr- approaching the horse. And we had the metaphor of approaching the patient. So how many times have you as a patient, or maybe you, if you're a physician out there, have you maybe walked into a patient's room and they weren't ready or something like that. Well, you wouldn't really do that to a horse in a stall because they would they would give you that middle hoof or a slot <laughs> with a tail or something probably. So just the way they approach the horse, does the horse um, accept their touch, accept their touch where they need to be touched? Because unlike a human who... Just, you know, a lot of times with our doctor-patient relationship, we just think sort of the doctor is sort of in charge, and so he must do or she must do what they must do. And so we sort of have to accept their touch, but we're really not very comfortable with it. But the horse will give that feedback about, I'm not really comfortable with the way you're touching me, and if you'll change, again, what's inside you and make that connection with me on a relational level, then we can go forward a whole lot better. Builds trust between the doctor and the patient, and when in this day and age they have just literally minutes mm-hmm. within an, an, a patient-doctor interaction to build that patient-doctor rapport, um, it's really important to be able to do that, um, make that connection, that relational connection quickly. Um, and wh- what was the doctor's reaction to this? Were they able to uh, accept that feedback and make changes? They did. They actually said, this is the greatest thing we've ever done. (laughs) Um, We're actually in the process of trying to get it involved in their residency program and in part of the physician retraining program. One of the comments that the physicians made was, you know, I grew up with horses, and I realized that the horses are individuals just like the patients are individuals. And a lot of times we might go look at horses like, oh, it's just a horse. There are a bunch of horses out there. It's just another horse. And we can get really cynical in our medical field saying, oh, well, there's just, just, just a bunch of patients. Here's another patient. And he, he said, I realize I really need to look at each individual patient as an individual and not just part of the herd. And um, do you know what happened once they left? 
um, this experience and how have you kept up with them and, and, and are they really making changes in their practice? Uh, do, you, do you have any idea? Yes, well, this particular person is someone who teaches medical school resident, residents. Okay. So he is, or I guess they're out of medical school by then, teaching residents. So, so he's incorporating that into his philosophy and his curriculum to just be more aware of, of the patients as they do approach them. Well, great. Um, you know, um, I was going to ask you for another example, but I really get a sense of your enthusiasm for what you do. And so I'd like you to take a, a, a couple minutes and just say, what's your favorite part of the work you do? What do you like best and what do you get out of it? What do I like best? I like it all. I just <laughs> My favorite part is seeing people's eyes light up. Mm-hmm. That they're getting when they get their aha moments, and knowing that that this will affect them for a long time to come, and just like the caller was talking about, you have that experience, and then you you ruminate on it and you reflect upon it, and you think about it later on and later on and later on, and it keeps coming up in your life, and so how that can affect somebody for a long term, even just a very small thing like remembering to focus on the solution instead of focusing on the problem or remembering to make that connection with someone before you ask them to do something for you. Um, just seeing the changes, and it's, it's just really, really exciting for me, and I just absolutely love it. Um, do you get a sense from the horses whether, um, I don't even know if this is a, a legitimate question to ask, but do horses enjoy, do your horses enjoy this? Can you tell when they're, when they are happy about what's what's going on and what's not happy, and 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 do they get do they get something out of this experience? I think they do get something out of this experience. Just like we want to have that um, feeling of contribution and feeling valued, I think that they feel valued and like they're making a contribution when they're out there doing the work. It's not physically challenging for them, obviously, because we're not riding or anything like that, but. It is mentally and emotionally challenging for them, and and you know they like helping us become better people. I think, and so that is probably what motivates you as well, helping people become better people, right? Absolutely. And so, um, you know, uh, we're going to take a short break now, and when we come back, um, I'd like Kathy to. Uh, tell the listeners, you know, what is the one takeaway that you want the listeners to have? What is it that you want them to remember when uh, not only a day from now, but, you know, a month from now or a year from now? Um, and so, and and then uh, also to tell the listeners uh, a little bit about Herdwise and how to contact you. So this is Marsha Zidle and the Smart Moves Coach, and we'll take a short break. And we'll come back, so stay tuned. Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. 
Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back, listeners. This is Marsha Zidal, your Smart Moves Coach, and my guest is Kathy Taylor, uh, talking about leadership with horse sense. So, Kathy, what is the one thing that you want the listeners to remember about uh, horse sense, about what you've talked about? Leadership is, and that we need to continue growing in it. That leadership is really about relationship, and that horses offer that authentic, genuine feedback about what our relationship is and how much you, how, how trustworthy you are at the moment. Their nonverbal communication is, is what they pay attention to. They're not a verbal creature, whereas we are. Mm-hmm. And just to remember that leadership is really first about being and second about doing. And I think we forget that a lot. So that leadership is first about being and second about doing. What a wonderful thought that all of us have to remember. First be, then do. So, Kathy, tell the listeners about HerdWise and how they can contact you and, and what they need to know. Okay. My, uh, my email address, if, if, in fact, if listeners would like to email me, I've got a short article on the number one action that leaders must take to grow even though I know I just said it's more about being than doing. But you can find out the information in the number one action leaders must take to grow in an article. And you can contact me and email me, and I will send that to you. My email address is Kathy, K-A-T-H-Y, 
at HerdWise, H-E-R-D-W-I-S-E dot net. So it's Kathy at HerdWise.net. And we offer workshops and retreats for individuals or groups. If they'd like to come out here, we can also go to you. I have got contacts around the country that I'm able to travel and use other, other people's horses if you've got a location near you that you'd like us to come. Um, our website, if you need to get some more information, is www dot herdwise dot net that's h e r d w i s e dot net and I would love to hear from anyone out there if you have any questions or thoughts or comments I'm more than open to hearing them and I just thank you very much for for letting me be on here Marcia well you did a great job we learned so much and thank you so much Kathy. It's time for Marsha's Musings, a tasty morsel of wisdom and wit to take the growing pains out of growth. Here's a smart moves question. How can donuts make you a better leader? Leadership is a team sport, not a superstar sport. What happens over time is that some managers and executives begin to believe it's all about them. It's not. It's just the opposite. It's about the people they lead. Alan Ditchfield, the former executive at AT AT&T, realized that you cannot lead without getting involved. He said, when leaders remain behind their desks, they lose touch with reality. That is, the key issues with their employees, and most importantly, the key issues with their customers. So he created... Donuts with Ditch. It was a regular scheduled coffee and donut session with no more than 10 people chosen randomly from different parts of the business. It was a forum to hear people's concerns, to gather information, and to quickly discover problems and real solutions from the folks who were on the front line. He asked just one question. That is... What's getting in the way of you doing your job well and serving our customers? He listened intently, took notes, and followed up with answers. The most important ingredient for success was not the donuts, but rather the trust that had been established between him and the employees. He had what he called a sacred open door. People could say what was on their mind, and he made it very clear that no one would be hurt by what they said. He lived by that rule, and therefore people believed him and trusted him. There was another purpose for these meetings besides keeping in touch with what is going on with your people. That is to get the word out about what's going on with your company. It's somewhat of a cliche now, but change is a constant in today's business world. Employees, therefore, need to have regular opportunities to hear about where the company is going and, most importantly, how they can best contribute. It's getting their buy-in. Yes, 
This can be done through social media and electronically. However, there are times when being there face-to-face -face will have the most impact. As one of my clients, a good old boy Texan, as well as a great leader, said to me, I want to get eyeball to eyeball with my folks. So here's your Smart Moose tip. Many of you may be thinking, oh, not another meeting. We're meeting to death. I agree. I dislike them too. But it's not the meeting that's bad. It's how it is led. Do what Alan Ditchfield did. First, have food in an informal setting. Second, ask one or just two simple questions and then listen. Third, show appreciation for your people's input, ideas, and even criticisms. Finally, follow up with what's going, what, what you're going to do with their ideas and solutions. The simple communication tool is the grease that keeps the company engine humming. It's a great example of how leaders can build relationships with their people and get real-time information about operational and customer service problems before they turn into big, hairy monsters. So listeners, what's your version of Donuts with Ditch? Contact me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com or call 972-380-9181. I want to hear your ideas. You're listening to Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves Coach, making sure you're on the right track and not getting sidetracked in your drive for high performance and profitability. Next week's program is To Be or Not to Be an Entrepreneur. Talk to any American about their goals long enough and you'll hear a dream of or a wish for owning his or her own business. Lynn O'Neill is a former corporate executive turned entrepreneur who also teaches entrepreneurs and speaks about the myths and realities of entrepreneurship. Find out if you pass the true entrepreneur profile and if you understand the business basics to succeed. Tune in Wednesday, July 24th at 11 Pacific and 2 p.m. Eastern. I'll end with my favorite saying. There are three kinds of people in this world, those who make it happen, those who let it happen, and those who asked, what happened? Which one are you? If you're highly motivated to make it happen, let me help you make it happen. Call me now for a free consult at 972-380-9181 or email Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at Smart movescoach.com. Thank you for listening. Tune in every week, 11 a.m. Pacific for the Business Edge with Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves executive coach and speaker, helping entrepreneurs and business leaders take their company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth, innovate, improve, ignite, or die. Make smart moves. You've been listening to The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. 
Please join us again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and enjoy taking your business to the next level. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.